When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49er Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. It is Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, which means I we all get the wonderful benefit of having this man, wealth of knowledge, pleasant personality, the nicest guy you know, Brian McFadden of Legit Football. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm fantastic. Uh, my Dolphins are cruising. Your Niners are cruising. We are hopefully not going to lose any games between now and December 4th when we're all in there in person at Levi's Stadium. Uh, what's, what's not to be happy about? Think, things are great. It's wonderful, man. Yeah. And, you know, what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be jumping into NFC West Watch. We're going to detail all the NFC kind of drama, even though we got a bye week this week. And Monday Night Football, which is what we'll end the show with, talking about the 49ers and the Cardinals matchup for Brian, who has been spot on almost every single 49ers game so far. He has nailed them. I mean... <laughs> Pretty remarkably, I might, might add. And so we're going to do that, but we're also going to throw in a little bit of midseason awards talk, just get kind of our breath of kind of NFL big picture stuff out there, which I'm excited to get Brian's takes. I'll share some of my takes as well. And always your questions. So uh, tag us. We got Clayton, the mad scientist behind the scenes. He's running everything. Uh, hashtag safer fields, ban turf. That is what he would say. So, um, <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Now, I got to start this off, and I can't give myself credit. Shout out to Nick Wagner, who does a heck of a job covering the 49ers. The 49ers can move into first place all time this week if if they beat the Cardinals for most Monday Night Football victories of all time. Now, Ooh. I want to throw this up in the chat. They're tied currently with another team. Can somebody guess the team? that the 49ers are tied with for most Monday night football wins all time. I want to see if we can throw that up in the chat and see who can get that one right. I, I won't but, say it out loud. I have a guess, but it's, I won't say we'll, it. We'll say if you guess. I bet you know yeah. it. I bet you know it. I don't know it. It would just be a guess. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, no, it's not the Eagles. It's yeah. Everybody said it. It's the Steelers. That is correct. Mm, so I was wrong. I would have been wrong. They're tied with 51 wins on Monday Night Football. Uh, I think half of those are from Jerry Rice just dominating people. But uh, we can move into first place all time, which is where we belong. Let's just be honest. We're the best franchise in all of pro sports. <laughs> Not biased. Take there. So uh, let's go. Let's start off with the Seahawks, Brian. 
who are not playing this week. However, they're coming from their own journey um, all the way over in Germany mm-hmm. where they got beat by a bad football team, but maybe the Bucks are turning around. So yeah. walk us through your thoughts on that game. Was that more of a Bucks are getting on the right track or the Seahawks are kind of regressing to where they belong? Uh, I think that's very much more on the Bucks side. So the Bucks did some things that we thought they would do going in to the season that they haven't done yet. They were able to run the ball. Uh, finally, you know, whether you can say that's because they finally got away from using Fournette and use Rashad White more, but the blocking was good. better. They they pass protected better. The Seahawks have had a pretty surprisingly decent pass rush this year. They were not able to get pressure on Brady at all. Uh, he was he held the ball longer, but not in a bad way. Like multiple one of the main reasons that the Bucks offense has suffered this year is Brady has gotten the ball out quickly. They haven't been on sync because he hasn't trusted his line. Uh, I saw a stat that when Brady holds the ball more than three seconds, he actually has one of the worst passer ratings in the NFLs this season. That was flipped in Munich, where he held the ball longer, but he was hitting his receivers. Things were working. The play action was working. And then on the other side of the ball, we finally saw the Bucks' run defense actually show up. That's been one of the biggest weaknesses and the biggest surprises amongst an individual unit for defenses this season. The fact that the Bucks' defense of all defenses, you've been able to just run all over. And here we go, a Pete Carroll offense with uh, amazing rookie Kenneth Walker, and they cannot run the ball at all. Uh, but I really think that was more on the Bucks side. Made some incredible throws. I ran the offense fairly well. I just think the Bucks team came to play. Maybe that one narrative we talked about, John, where winning that game against the Rams finally like sparked them and woke them up. If that's the case, we know how talented the Bucks are. I think they're going to cruise in the NFC South uh, and might make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, I, that's one thing that I, I just—it's the worst division in football. Um, mm-hmm. The Bucks, like they're going to get in. And it's historically like, one of the worst so far through this point in the season, historically one of the worst in the history of the NFL. Yeah, it, it's been bad. And so I, I don't know. I, I'm curious what it is because again, like I don't know what the answer is. Are the bucks that good or the Seahawks, what we thought they were? Um, is it a little bit of both? You know, now the Seahawks are going into a bye week. They're in first place mm-hmm. by half a game. If the 49ers win, um, the 49ers would win the tiebreaker because they already beat Seattle once. Absolutely drummed them. No offensive touchdowns allowed, um, which was awesome. Um, and, and so I don't know. what What's your take on the Seahawks? Because, you know, they jumped out red hot, no doubt about it. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, they're doing whatever they want. They're six and four right now. It's mm-hmm. not like they're this power play team. I don't know. I feel like well, it, it has to do with expectations. It's not that they're a powerhouse, but we expected them to be like what two and eight at this point. Yeah, we and did. like those we two did. wins would have been like good job, Seahawks. You got two wins. So the fact that they are have a winning record and at least right now are in first place alone in the NFC West after ten weeks is is quite incredible. But there's still a deficiency in talent, and I think that's what we saw. The Bucks have almost their entire squad from when they won the Super Bowl two years ago. They lost some key losses on the offensive line. We can't discount that, but they've had injuries. Godwin is starting to finally look good again. Julio is healthy. Uh, Mike Evans is still Mike Evans. Uh, and like I said, Rashad White actually gives them a boost in the running game over you know, plotting Leonard Fournette. But they still have a lot of those defensive players. Levante David... Um, uh, you got the linebacker White, you have, they did lose Shaq Barrett, but they still have so much of the core pieces that won the Super Bowl two years ago. So it hasn't been a talent issue with Tampa Bay. It has been a psychological issue, whether that's Brady, yep. which affects the rest of the team, which apparently affects the defense. There's no uh, Bruce Arians there to use whatever magic he did to get everybody motivated. 
But what do you do? What do you need to get motivated? You win a tight game. You you snatch one from the jaws of defeat like they did against the Rams. You go to Germany. You beat a team that's in first place who has been playing very solid football. Not that the Seahawks played their best game, but I don't think they came back down to earth so much as they were not perfect, and the Bucks just played like we expected the Bucks to play. Um, so I would still... I still think the Seahawks are a playoff team. At Listen this to this schedule after the bye week for the Seahawks. Raiders, Rams, Panthers, oh, then wow. the 49ers. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, there's no way they're not going 2-1 and one during that time span. Like, right. you're going to beat the Raiders. They're the worst team in football, in my opinion. The Panthers are up there. Uh, Sam Darnold's probably going to be starting by that point in the That's season. Crazy. So, like, yeah. I mean, if, if they go 2-1 and one before the 49ers, you're talking about a team that's 8-5. and five. And then you got that Thursday night matchup, which, again, number one game on the 49ers schedule. Number one game on Seattle's schedule as well. Mm -hmm. Now, afterwards, Seattle has some decent games. They got at Chiefs. They got the Jets, who look decent. And then they finish up with the Rams. So they they could have three straight wins, three straight losses. Mm -hmm. And then the Rams play spoiler. But that game's going to matter. We're going to be in Seattle for that one, uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We're going to be partying, tailgating all day because it's a Thursday game right next to the stadium, uh, finishing up that uh, food and drink package for you guys right now. And so we're going to be playing there. Uh, we're going to be partying. We're going to walk literally across the street to the game and have a good time in Seattle, which is going to be fun for the biggest game. And let me tell you this. If you're one of the people that's on the fence of, man, what game should I go to the rest of this year? Go to the Seattle game. It's number one on biggest important games. And it's, and it's prime Thursday time. night. And it's, it's, come on, that's everything. Yeah. That game's going to be awesome, man. I am super pumped about that one. Um, so, all right. Let's now go. Let's do some Rams at the Saints because, you know, it's it's one of those things. You got to eat your vegetables. You know, as a kid, you just want, like, the meat Let's just and potatoes. Get this quick. We can get through this one quick. This is, Let, this let's is take sloppy. our medicine. Rams are favorite, or uh, they're underdogs. They're underdogs. The Saints are favored, I think, by three and a half. Yeah. Uh, at home. It is in New Orleans. Uh, this So when I was, look, I, I always do my picks on Thursday morning. That's just part of my habit. I want to get the whole week's worth of information before I make my picks and the Thursday night game coming. Uh, and this was one of two games that I had the most trouble picking because my instinct just probably, you know, recent bias, but they won the Super Bowl. My instinct was like, oh, the Rams, underdogs, come on, give me this against a bad Saints team. But the more I dug into it. And I they mean, just announced Andy Dalton. Yeah, the- exactly. We still have Dalton on the other side. That doesn't excite anybody. Uh, the, the Saints defense has been kind of middle of the road. They've always historically, at least the last four or five years, kind of been a top seven or eight defense. Um, Kamara had that one game where he scored three touchdowns. But we haven't seen a lot from him. Chris Olavis. The point is, there's not a lot to get excited about with the Saints. But then I really dug into it. I'm like, John Wolford's playing quarterback, most likely. Oh, and by the way, Cooper Cup is on injured reserve and just had surgery. So we have to rely on Allen Robinson, who has been greatly underwhelming. Their offensive line, I feel like every week, loses yet another player. They had more injuries this week. I don't know who they're down to, what, like fifth stringers at this point. It's insane. Um, And even their starters haven't been able to, to pass protect. They haven't been able to run the ball at all. Their defense has been underwhelming. And I think their defense is starting to lose a little motivation. You, you saw how frustrated Jalen Ramsey was. They went. They should have won that Bucks game. The defense did their job, and then they had to go back out on the field one more time. You can only give Brady so many chances. I think that right. wears on a psyche. Aaron Donald is still playing great, but he's not playing at his peak. It's like a notch below his peak. You can say he got his Super Bowl. He's considered retiring. Maybe he doesn't have quite the competitive edge, but he also doesn't have any pass rush help at all without Von Miller there. Leonard Floyd has been basically non-existent. They haven't been able to stop the run. Uh, the rest of the secondary around Ramsey hasn't been good. There's just 
I couldn't justify the Rams in any scenario. In fact, I'm picking the Saints to cover because I'm like, you know what? As as bad as it is, I feel like at home, at the Superdome, uh, Dalton has the ability to play a fairly controlled game. He has weapons, exciting weapons. Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry has gotten back. Juwan, uh Johnson at tight end has actually made some plays. They still have Taysom Hill. Like, there was more to get excited about the Saints team where I couldn't find a single thing to get excited about the Rams. It's weird. They haven't <laughs> scored over 14 points to the Saints in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. If they, they, Listen to the, their schedule. They've got the Rams at home. Then they go to at 49ers in Santa Clara. Then at Tampa Bay. Like, and then a bye week. So this is, I don't know, man. It, they don't win this game. <laughs> well, that and that's it's, important to note. If, they, if they're looking ahead at their schedule, they see this as their most winnable game. Uh, considering the next two opponents. So go out, give it your all. Dalton could, this has to be Dalton's last line. I'm surprised they didn't go back to Winston. So hopefully he's like, you know what? This is a winnable game. This is a winnable, a team, a Rams team that can very easily be beaten. The freaking Cardinals just handed it to him. Um, so let's go out and, and get the job done I, at home. Okay, so this is my biggest concern with the Saints. It's a battle with three win teams. They both suck. They traded they away suck. their first yeah. round pick next year to yeah. The freaking Eagles. The Eagles are going to be picking top five because this stupid French. Why would you push your chips all in if you're the Saints with Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton? That's called bad self-scouting. That's bad self-scouting. Self-scouting is something that we don't talk about enough, but it's hugely influential. You have to be able to look at your organization and say, you know what? We're not there. We're not close enough to competing. And we need to make moves with our future in mind. Instead, what the Saints did, which honestly, we, we thought this is what the Seahawks were doing. They kind of proved us wrong. I thought the Seahawks were misreading their but they just, they absolutely slammed their draft class. We, we couldn't have predicted that. But the Saints decided that Dennis Allen would be a good head coach, even after his failed head coaching attempt with the Raiders previously. Decided that Jameis Winston or, or uh, Andy Dalton were good enough to go in and start decided that the defense was good enough not to make major additions. I know they added um, Tyron Matthew, but, I mean, he's kind of long in the tooth, as they say at this point. They didn't make any major. They they did a great job drafting Olave. Kamara's, he has games, but he's not as efficient as he has been in the past. Like, I feel like they, they, they improperly scouted themselves. And then, you know, to get rid of the uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, like, they, th- that's bad that scouting. Was, that was terrible. There's whatever, terrible. Mickey Loomis, whatever they're doing, they need to change... Just do the opposite of your instincts, Mickey, because it's not working clearly because now you're in a position where you're already essentially eliminated from the playoffs. You're not good enough to even compete for that in that bad NFC South, and you don't have a first-round pick to, to repoop. By the way, the Rams are going to be running into this issue too. Yeah. You know? Granted, they, it, they at least got a Super Bowl for it. They paid with credit, and now the bill is due. I heard, So that's not mine. Somebody else said that, but I love that line. You can say it as many times as you want because we've yeah. been barking up that tree for a while. Now, they got the Super Bowl. They got so. the, but they got the trophy. At the end of the day, they, they, they got what they paid for. The Saints can't say that. Would you be surprised if Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, and Aaron Donald did not play football next year or didn't coach no. next year? No. Not at all. We've not already heard. All. We're starting to hear that this Stafford thing is not an actual concussion. And yeah. it's like his wife is out there saying stuff like he's, he's worried about his long-term health. Like 
Well, they what's it called? They asked McVeigh straight up in the press conference. And like, he didn't give a straight It's a concussion. Answer. He's like, yeah, we're looking into it and trying to get you know all the information that, that we you. can. And it that was like, whoa, because it. it's labeled a head injury. So and this is like, week you two. Have to like, how are you looking into it now? He just missed a game. It's not like this happened yesterday. How do you? How are you just looking into it? That's complete BS. That's redirection. There is something behind the scenes there. They these guys got their rings as veterans, um, and they all got I new deals. I would be. Maybe more surprised if McVeigh retires unless he gets some cushy like broadcasting job. But Donald and Stafford at this point, Stafford, everything he's gone through from dealing with crappy lines, he finally gets a Super Bowl ring and then he has to deal with the crap. Like, dude, right off in the sunset. I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, so Donald wouldn't play anywhere else. No, he just signed a contract no. extension. And yeah. so all those people we just talked about, McVeigh did an extension and so did Donald. Um, and Stafford's still under contract for a long time. Like it's, it's retire or keep doing this thing. And it, it's going to be a huge, like, it's about to get ugly. Uh, it's yeah. already ugly, but it's about to get worse. The fact you're playing Andy Dalton and you're three and a half point underdogs. That is crazy to me as defending Super Bowl champions. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the over under is 39 points. Just so you know, like it's mm. going to be under <laughs> yeah. the under there. Yeah, uh, I mean, it can't get much see a lower. 20, 20, 20, to, 20 to 13 game there. Yeah, yeah I don't know, Josh. Uh, he asked, will Rams have a fire sale at the end of the season? They don't have sellable assets. Yeah. Because you could talk about Ramsey, you talk Ramsey. about Cup, Donald, all those guys. Long-term under contract guys, those aren't – I don't think you could sell Cooper Cup. I don't think you could sell Jalen Ramsey. I don't think that's going to happen with those contracts. I, I don't think you're going to get what you want from them. Um, I don't see that Ramsey just bought a freaking hundred million dollar mansion out here in LA. Like, I, I don't know. And then outside of those guys, we've been saying this all along. There's not really much left. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your five studs and a bunch of Jags, just a guy. And we've been telling you if one or two of them get injured, they're going to crumble. And they got lucky because they were healthy for so long. The most healthy team in the NFL over the past five years. Well, not anymore. They tried to deal acres. Nobody would take acres. So now they Nobody brought back on the team. Them. Yeah, that's telling. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, so anything else that you want to share about this Ram Saints game before no, we, we move can, on? We can move on. It's a it's an ugly, disgusting game, and we don't have to talk Ooh, about it anymore. That was gross. That was gross. <laughs> yeah. Now, something that is good, man, we made a lot of money last week. We're going to be making a lot of money this week, hopefully, as well. With so many sports books to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie. We've been using them for five plus years. Easy to get your money in, easy to get your money out, easy to find what you want to bet, and they've got everything. Huge selection of odds, props, contests for all your sporting needs across all sports. You can stream the games live and bet live while you watch. So you can turn game day into payday with my bookie. Sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or just scan the QR code to my right here if you're watching on YouTube. Claim half a deposit match up to $1,000. So if you put in 1000 you get an additional $500 to bet with. That's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus and give yourself the competitive edge. When you play with my bookie, you're not just betting, you're joining the winning team. Again, as always, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and bet with us. On our Patreon account, we load our bets every single week, and we have been doing very, very well. So come bet with us, and let's go. My bookie, baby. 
you know, I'm just seeing, just came across the uh, emergency Twitter feed. They just changed the uh, Browns-Bills game to Detroit because yeah, they had the six I feet of snow coming in. I predicted that. I said earlier today um, when somebody was asking me, I said, no, it'll be at Ford Field at this point. Yeah, so. and so, man, that's rough because, you know, as somebody that travels with the team, you get that information. It's like, well, all right, let's uh, get the tickets changed. Let's get the hotels changed. Let's get well, here's, the – Here's the interesting thing. They play at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Do they just stay in Detroit? I mean, I would. might as well. Yeah, why Especially would you go back six to Buffalo? Feet, Especially six with the feet snow. Of snow back home. Yeah. Never been to Buffalo, New York? Nah, you stay. I lived not in New York, not Buffalo, but I've I've lived in New York for 13 years. I know uh, those big snows and Buffalo's even crazier. So Yeah, I mean I'm good. All right. Now let's let's step back before we get to this 49ers game. Let's do some midseason awards. We're at the halfway point, right? Which is weird now with the 17th game. It's not a true mm-hmm. middle. Uh, but we're going to take it that way. Um, so we're going to be going through a lot of awards here. And let's start at the top and work our way. Who would be your pick for MVP? So I want to uh, preface this by saying I had five minutes of prep, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so I, I, some of this, this you guys asking me research and stats. <laughs> I, may, I may not have numbers to back this up. This is based on that's you, all know, of you, me, guys, guys. you guys know how plugged in I am on the NFL. So MVP right now, my, my instinct is, is Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes. I would have said – I would have said Josh Allen uh, prior to his two losses and the fact that the interceptions he's throwing in the end zone are kind of the reasons they lost those two games, whereas Mahomes has just been no Tyreek Hill, no problem. He's actually been better this year than he was last year. That Chiefs offense just looks incredible, unstoppable. I know that the Bills beat them a few weeks, but the, the Chiefs have to be the favorite in the AFC right now. Yep, I, I like it. I uh, Patrick Mahomes, and I don't think it's close. I, I put something out about how uh, I wouldn't put Josh Allen in the top tier of MVP voting uh, because of all the mistakes, and people came at me, man. Well, I, I actually have to, I have to disagree yeah. with you unless that keeps up because here's the thing. It's, it's big-time mistakes, and it's end-zone mistakes, but other than that, he's playing exceptionally good football. It's just people remember the interceptions. If you actually dive into his, his play, his film, his, his advanced metrics, his PFF grades, he's still playing at a very, very high caliber. It's just he's making the worst mistakes at the very worst time, and those have cost his team victory. So if he keeps that up, yeah, out of the conversation. But if he can just correct that one thing, and not be – I think he's, he's take, getting too bold, taking too many chances, especially in the red zone. If he can correct that, yeah, he single-handedly he, he's still right lost up there. that game. I mean, yeah. it, what was it, three turnovers in a quarter? Like, you can't do that. Uh, and, again, zero touchdowns the last two halves of the last two games uh, before turnovers in that same t- – like, no, nah, he's, he's out of it for me unless he changes. He could change. He's that good. Uh, Coach of the year. Uh, this is always a fun one because there's so many different metrics you can go by, mm-hmm. and everybody uses a different formula. Who stands out to you? I mean, I would love to say McDaniel as a Dolphins coach. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. 
So, download the app today. Use code 49ers, 49ERS, for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I'm so excited with how it's going, but I have to say Brian Dable um, it would have Pete Carroll would have been in the conversation, but uh, the turnaround with this giant, we thought the Giants would be a few years before they'd even be somewhat competitive. Daniel Jones, everybody had written him off, and now he's a at least a viable quarterback. Saquon, the Renaissance, this defense. If you look at some of the metrics, it's like eh, but they seem to be playing better than their metrics uh, under Week Martindale. It's just everything about this team. They buy in. You see how many last second victories they had. That's coaching. When a guy can get his roster to play above their collective talent level, that is, is coaching, and it all starts with the head coach. I'm all in on Dable for head coach, coach of the year right now. Yeah, they're 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 interesting to me. Um, I, my top two candidates were Day Ball, but I went Pete Carroll. Uh, what he's been Carroll able to do with those rookies. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like Sirianni doesn't do it for me just because that was a quality team. That is the mm-hmm. best roster in football. I was saying that all offseason, how you know I really did think the two best rosters in football were the Eagles and 49ers. Whoever can get uh, you know good quarterback play, watch out. And sure enough, Jalen Hurts has been an unbelievable. I don't put McDaniels in there. Even though I love him, mm-hmm. this was a team that won eight straight to right. end the game in the year last year. Like They right. were a good team. Um, so that, that's why I put that there. But again, uh, other people, I have no problem if you vote for Sirianni or Dayball or any of those guys. But I, I'm going Pete Carroll just because what you're getting those rookies to do. All right, comeback player of the year, my friend. I who mean, is it has our... to be Gino. It has to be Gino. I mean, who else are you going to put it? You can say Saquon coming back, but Saquon came back from maybe one, two years of injuries. Gino came back from a decade, a decade yep. in the abyss. And now he's like a top 10 quarterback 
after 10 weeks? Like, what? Like, he completely changed who he is as a player. Uh, I've, I've seen some interviews where they're asking, you know, what helps you prepare to get to this point? He's like, well, I've had 10 years to just lift weights and watch film. <laughs> so 10 years, he learned behind Eli Manning. Um, he he, he kind of had these, he learned behind Russ. You can say what you want, but Russ was a good quarterback at one point in time. And he was just waiting for his moment. And he has excelled. So you have to, yeah. hand, Gino has, unless he crumbles, it's Gino's to lose at this point. And the line. I feel like the line after the Broncos win, when they were interviewed, oh, yeah. they were like, they, they wrote, they wrote, me wrote off, you off. I ain't wrote back. <laughs> I ain't wrote back. Oh, that's love smooth, it. man. I hate the Seahawks. I'm a so Gino much. fan right now. I have him actually, funnily enough, his, a quick little story. So I, Dynasty League, I picked him up. I, I spent a ton of fob on him last year when Russ went down just because I needed a second quarterback. And I thought about dropping him in the offseason. I'm like, no, whatever. I spent all that fob. I kept him on my roster just because I spent all the fob on him. And now he's like my my second starting quarterback in the Superflex behind Jalen Hurts. So like they're going to give him a contract extension, right? Oh yeah, he's gotten paid at this point. He has gotten paid. Uh, John Schneider's an idiot if they don't bring him back. Even if they and draft then, a rookie, even if they draft yeah. a guy, you can get a few more years of Geno, uh, especially playing at this level. And I'll, I'll say this too because they they get a super high draft pick because the Denver Broncos suck, um, even though they beat the Niners. <laughs> but yeah, I like again, it. It, it's just what it is. Uh, has has there good. ever been a trade that looked one way on paper that has been so the opposite the way everybody trashed Seattle? Oh, you're dealing your Hall of Fame quarterback. What's wrong? With I did you? We too. trashed him. We both did. And yep. look at that. The Broncos are like they're without their first round pick. They have one of the worst offenses in the entire NFL. Uh, they're a bottom dweller in the entire league, and the Seahawks are in first place with the Broncos' first round. It's just, wow. It's it's, it's, it. it's been fun. Um, all right, here we go. Offensive player of the year, non-quarterback. It seems like MVP is just quarterbacks, which I hate, uh, but offensive player of the year. Uh, especially after this past weekend, i got to go Justin Jefferson. What Ooh. a beast. I mean, this guy is – he is – right now he's the top wide receiver in the NFL. It was something like uh, 13 of the – uh, targets he got only one of them was actually considered open all of those others he was covered he made something like 10 catches above uh, or that were below 50 percent expected catches he absolutely almost single i mean dalvin cook had a great game too but he almost single-handedly won that game against the team that we all thought was the number one team in the nfl i'm all on justin jefferson he is incredible he would be my pick for offensive player of the year right now I like it. He was my runner-up, and yeah, the the plays that you know are fresh on our head, incredible. I, I went Tyreek Hill, who I hate um, as a human being and whatever else. He's on pace for over two thousand yards receiving. So is um, Jefferson. Now they're both on pace Jefferson for over is now too. Uh, yeah. So like, if we just look at the the stats, like, and this is what's interesting. Tyreek's played one more game. Um, Justin Jefferson, they they've already had their bye, but yeah, you're right. Eighty-one catches for Hill. 69 for Jefferson. You've got 1,148 yards for Hill, 1,060 for Jefferson. Both have four touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, there's not a wrong answer there. They're both just beyond incredible and kind of separated themselves from the field, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I do love the fact that Tyreek is doing it without Mahomes, right? Like, yeah. that was what I want to see how players thrive outside of. And, you know, we have found out Mahomes is the driving force, but Tyreek is insane in and of himself. Turns um, out they're both really good at football, and they don't need the other guy. <laughs> who would have guessed? All right, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, you guys are not going to like this. I have both. Ah, two. Brian. 
Uh, I have to go Michael Parsons. <laughs> a lot of this is narrative driven. I mean, but it's but it's not just the narrative. And the narrative is, is higher on Parsons. Bosa is more like a just kind of get your job done kind of guy. But that entire Cowboys defense yeah. would crumble without Micah Parsons. You can't say that about the Niners. As great as Bosa is, yes, they're not as good with him out, but they'd still be a really solid defense. You take Micah Parsons, who they can play all over the field, middle linebacker, edge. They've put him on inside. He can cover. Uh, he is the entire heartbeat of that Cowboys defense and a team that is excelling and exceeding our expectations, certainly my expectations for Dallas. I think, John, you and I both might have picked him to miss the playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. it is all because of Micah Parsons. He is like a Lawrence Taylor caliber player, like a guy who just comes out and is just right off the bat better than everyone around him. So I had to go Parsons, but I want to let you guys know I did have Bosa at number two. Yeah, I think there's really three people in this race right now um, with Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa, and, you know, you could throw in the old, you know, uh, the Browns. Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. But if we're just looking at, you know, stats, which I don't like doing, but if you're looking at sacks, tackles for loss, quarterback hits, pressure rate, pressure win rate, Nick Bosa wins every single category, Mm -hmm. um, every single one. But I do agree with you that the narrative and the media and all the splash plays – are on Parsons' side. Um, and if you put a highlight of Parsons next to Bosa, it's explosive on Parsons' side. It's technical, you know, savvy on Bosa. And so yeah. Parsons is more electrifying. I'm just going to be honest with you. It jumps off the tape more, but as far as production, win rate, double team rate, uh, Bosa's double teamed at the highest rate of any defensive end. Um, I'm going Nick Bosa there, but I get it. it right now it's those two. We'll have to see how it goes. Both are deserving. Yeah, I would be perfect. I would, Correct. you know, not have a problem with either one of them. Correct. Very, very well said. Um, all right. Biggest disappointment team wise. What is the team that you look at and you're just like, what in the world happened here? Um, any team biggest disappointment? So prior to last week, the Packers would have been in the conversation. The Bucks would have been in the conversation. But now there's one clear in favorite. And you can say the Broncos, but the Raiders. The Raiders, I don't know. Maybe it's because this was a playoff team a year ago, right? The Broncos, you can say what you want, but the Broncos weren't in the playoffs. The Raiders were a 10-win playoff team. What did they go and do? They added one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, who, by the way, played in college with the quarterback that they had. And he's still playing. And he's still playing great. Uh, They added one of the best offensive minds. You know, yes, he failed as a head coach in Denver, but Josh McDaniels, on in theory is better than you know uh basiglia or or john gruden as far as offense and they added chandler jones on defense rock yasin in the second like on paper it looks like they not they went and went above a step above they should be winning 11 or 12 games instead they're crumbling their their quarterback is crying after the game people are already oh. saying josh mcdaniels deserves to get fired we're halfway through the season uh the raiders can't afford to fire him because they don't have enough cash to pay his buyout uh it's an absolute mess they have the absolute worst defense in the nfl i knew their secondary would be bad they had problems at linebacker but i thought their pass rush could make up for that but chandler jones has been pretty much non-existent max crosby is still fantastic on the edge but that's it that's literally it uh They've, it doesn't matter who they're playing. The freaking Indianapolis Colts with a guy who was play, coaching high school football uh, you know, a few weeks ago and was running in an ESPN booth just beat them in Vegas. It's Come on. Uh, I mean, 
There's no I team love, more disappointing than Vegas right now. I love it all, man. I felt like uh, this, this is a throwback to all you old folks out there. I felt like Eric Cartman on the Scott Tenenman uh, episode <laughs> when Derek yeah. Carr was crying. Just like absolutely incredible. Like man. drinking, like, like eating his tears oh, as they come down. Oh, it's a classic so, episode. So sweet. Yeah, I love yeah. it, man. It, I have no sympathy for any of these people. They're, I, I hate the Raiders with everything that I have. I can't stand the Carr brothers. Uh, the owner literally can't fire the coach because he can't afford it. Oh, suck it up, baby. Uh, they're going <laughs> to suck for a long time. And they yes, traded they away all that draft and capital. The first round picks. With another one of those teams that you thought that, uh, by the way, hasn't gone well for Green Bay either. So that was a lose-lose trade for both teams. Although at least Green Bay has an extra first round pick. But yeah, Vegas. Oh, man. I'm sorry if you're a Raiders fan. Nobody on this podcast is a Raiders fan. But in general, it is not. It's going to be bleak for, for a few years. The last game of the year on New Year's Day, the 49ers travel to Las Vegas, which we're going to be there. We're throwing a party during the day. The day before, we'll be tailgating, setting that up, uh, even though it's you know not till New Year's Day. Um, it's going to be red, man. And don't buy tickets yet. Wait, because the tickets are going to get cheaper because the Raiders are going to get worse. They're so freaking bad. Oh, I'm so pumped about that one, man. Oh, oh I'm so excited. Uh, I, I hate the Raiders. All right, uh, let's switch it. Let's go to a positive note. What team is the biggest surprise for you this year? I got to say the Seahawks, you know, I know Ooh. we talked about Dable being, you know, the Giants, but I I had the Seahawks as my number 32 when we first did our power rankings over the summer, John. And the fact that Gino has been a comeback year and, and is all of a sudden like a top seven quarterback and they nailed seven rookies in this draft class as like solid starters, not just plugins, but guys that are in the rookie of the year conversation on the offense and defensive side of the ball, Tariq Woolen, Kenneth Walker. Uh, absolute positive surprise. I know you guys are Niners fans. You may not want to hear this, but you got to hand it to the gum-chewing Pete Carroll. you got to hand it to GM John Schneider. They hit it out of the park, uh, and I did not see that coming in the slightest, especially with Wagner gone, especially with, with Russ in Denver. I just thought it would be, hey, you, you guys should be rebuilding. Turns out they already rebuilt. Yeah, yeah, well said. I actually, we flipped because you went day ball and I went Carroll, and I went Giants here. I didn't mm. expect the Giants to be 7-2. I mean, they're two games True. over the Seahawks, so that was kind of the tiebreaker there. Uh, I, I didn't see that. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy, and I don't even think he's played that well, but they just keep winning. Um, and so, it, yeah, I think those are all good. It, I think it's clear yeah. between those two guys and those two teams, it could go either way. Coach of the year, most surprising. I mean, both of them have been incredible turnaround jobs. Well, Seattle wasn't a turnaround job, kind of a turnaround job, but New York has been dreadful. Um, so hats off to Dable. They've both did great jobs. So yeah. And, and again, I'm not a like Eagles or Miami. Like those were good teams before. Yeah, and so that's talent. why that's my philosophical whatever. But that's my own thing. I want to know who's doing a lot with a little, not who's I could we coach. Could probably Eagles. as a, as a, you know, like a, a third option, Vrabel should be in the discussion just because we always keep writing every the time. Titans and it doesn't matter. AJ Brown and Philly, who by the way is excelling. It's not like he's doing bad. It doesn't matter. Titans in first place. Titans winning games, almost beating the Chiefs. Frable's incredible. Yeah, Robert Sala. I I, I would like that more yeah. than I like Sirianni, more than I like Mike McDaniel's. Because again, man, you, you, yeah, I like that. That's that's a good take, solid take. I there. like Sala. Um, good, good, good. I like seeing that Jets team succeed, even as a Dolphins fan. Yeah. Oh, nice. Ooh. All right. Um. So here it's we the go. Patriots. Last I one. hate. I'm okay with the Bills and the Jets. I hate the Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you there. Everybody hates them. Um, now, uh, last one before we jump into this 49ers-Cardinals game. Who, in your opinion, will wind up with the number one pick next year? Texans. Texans. Even, yeah. 
I said we can say all we, Raiders. We can say all we yeah. want about the Raiders, but the Raiders beat the Texans, and they beat them pretty handily. Um, they were able to run all over them with Josh Jacobs. That was the game Jacobs had three touchdowns. Not even as bad as the Raiders are could they lose to the Texans. So I think the Texans just, there's nothing to get excited about outside of Damian Pierce. Um, I don't think, I'd be surprised if Lovey Smith comes back again. They'll probably be one and done again. New coach, probably get one of these top quarterbacks at number one overall and hope that they can use their young talent like Nico Collins has looked good and just hope that for Texans fans, it gets better next year. They have a lot of draft capital with, with the Deshaun thing. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's well said. Well said. Uh, rebuild. Um, probably get a new coach and all that kind of stuff there, too. Um, now, before we jump into this 49ers-Cardinals game in Mexico City, uh, we're going to be there. I am so excited about this, man. It is going to be freaking awesome. Uh, the day before the party, we're going to be over at Kingpin Social during the day from 12 to 4, which is going to be an absolute blast. Come out, hang, without, hang out with us. We got raffles, giveaways. We're going to be watching the U.S. World Cup game live, uh, doing all kinds of stuff, trivia, you name it, all kinds of giveaways. And then the day before, we have put so much into this. Um, the 49ers Mexico tailgate. We are chartered buses uh, now, we only have 200 spots because the buses are limited. Uh, this is going to sell out. Um, so I'm just telling you right now, we are picking up chartered buses at the Hotel de Marriott Reforma, taking us to the party at Lomas Plaza, unlimited drinks, unlimited food for several hours. Then we're taking chartered buses to the game. Um, so you can just park at the hotel, and we got you. Because guess what? Chartered bus is picking you up, taking you back home. It's one You buy one price, and everything is covered. Stay safe. Party Unlimited, you buy one ticket, you're covered. Uh, DJ Wayne Breezy, it's going to be incredible. Uh, it's going to be epic. And speaking of epic, walk us through this game, Brian. Uh, yeah, so there's a few interesting notes here. We, you can't automatically discount Colt McCoy as the quarterback, which, by the way, Kyler's practicing now too, so it's I guess there's an outside possibility. But I had we actually reported in Legit Football that he's unlikely to play, so we'll have to see if that's the case. So I'm expecting McCoy to start – but McCoy started for the Cardinals last year at Levi. I was at that game. Did not end well for the 49ers. So, you know, take that as you will. It's not necessarily translated. This Cardinals team is not as good as they were last year. Uh, but it's a division game. It's international. These games are a lot harder to predict. Uh, I'm, I'm picking the 49ers to win. Let's just put that out front because I just think they're just too good and the Cardinals don't have enough. They just don't have enough firepower. Hopkins, it's nicer they, they, that they have him as a target. Um, which maybe is the one advantage they have simply because the secondary for San Francisco doesn't have anybody that can cover DeAndre Hopkins on a regular basis if McCoy is able to get him the ball regularly. Uh, but And he likes the left side, which would be Demo's side. If he's going against Charvarius Ward on the right side, I'm fine with that as a Niners fan. But yes, the Demo, the slot, that scares me. Yeah, so that that's the one thing to, to keep an eye on from a matchup standpoint. Uh, this Cardinals defense is all over the place. They have games where they actually play, you know, J.J. Watt. It kind of looks like his old self. Uh, Byron Murphy's made some plays. Uh, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons have made plays, but they also have weeks where they just disappear. So it's hard to predict what kind of defense we're going to get. Because of all this uncertainty, I'm not getting the spread. I think I had this, saw the spread at like seven, seven and a half. That's a little rich to me for a division game that's in Mexico with a lot of uncertainties. With a Colt McCoy who who beat the Niners pretty bad last season. So I am picking the Niners to win. Uh, at the end of the day, they're a better football team. They're better coached. Uh, I think they'll be better prepared. I think we'll see a lot of the run game. Elijah Mitchell looked great last week. So now you you got CMC and Mitchell uh, to to 
you know, really take advantage and keep uh, time of possession on your side. Uh, but you'll probably see some, you know, Cole McCoy make some plays. DeAndre Hopkins probably get in the end zone. So I could see this, I think I'm uh, like a 23-17 type game, which is Ooh. a 49ers victory, but doesn't cover that spread. Yeah, I, I think I had uh, – I shared this morning before I do my super deep dive uh, with Coach Cruz through everything. 27-17 is kind of where I'm at. And, you know, Eric, he says 49 weaknesses has been mobile quarterbacks, um, but so far this year it hasn't really been a problem. There was the one game against the Falcons that, that showed its ugly head that was really, really bad. Uh, so we'll see here. And, yeah, this is a must-win for them. Yeah, Uncle Shan, their coaches are preaching this game is a must-win for the division. If they want to get back in it, they're 4-6. and six. They can. I'm telling you right now, this game has been circled by the 49ers organization from the start of the schedule release. This game. One, it's Monday night. Two, you just announced your international partners with Mexico City. This game, oh my gosh, 82% of fans, um, for, according to Vivid Seats, are 49ers fans. Oh man, uh, this game, I am, we're going to find out. The 49ers have their chance to answer all questions, all questions. And I, I think they're going to be able to answer the call. I really, really do. I believe uh, that they are going to win this game very, very seriously. Now that eight-point spread, that scares the bejesus out of me. I don't yeah. want to touch that, but um yeah, oh, I, I freaking love this, man. I'm excited about this game. I'm really excited about this game. The Monday night is going to be fun. I think it'll be an exciting game to watch. Uh, I, like I said, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be close, division opponent. Uh, but I think that ultimately the Niners will be too much. I think they'll be able to shut down. I think you can see that pass rush getting to McCoy a couple times, probably forcing a turnover. It's crucial. Uh, but I just don't see this as a high-scoring game, uh, which is why I'm kind of looking in like the 23 to 17 range. Ooh, I like it. And these I teams like have it. to travel to a different country. It's just one of those things that it, it, it adds an element of uncertainty that makes these games harder to predict. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say this. You know, the 49ers right now are in um, Colorado Springs so they can practice in the elevation to get used to it. Yeah, Cardinals didn't do anything. Um, on top of that, new Call of Duty Modern Warfare season oh, started go. yesterday. There you go. That's I'm throwing the that out there. Yep. <laughs> uh, no Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ertz is out. Yeah. I do think Kyler's going to play, though. It's still up in the mm. air. But I think Kyler's going to play. Is, he is practicing as of today. He's practicing along with McCoy. They're both taking snaps with the ones. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see there. Uh, Trey McBride is a pretty talented rookie. So Very. even with Ertz out, uh, this could be – there may not be a huge drop-off. Obviously, rookie tight ends always take a lot longer to get uh, acclimated. But don't sleep on him. He's, he's probably the top, if not the one of the top two tight end prospects in this class. Yeah, he's fun. Very athletic player. Um, mm -hmm. When they drafted him, I was like, what the – what are y'all doing? Like you need, <laughs> but it's just the way they build. They build outside in. Um, David says altitude plays a factor. Expect the turf uh, to be soft as well. Yeah, they have natural grass there, uh, which I'm excited about. I'm so excited about seeing that stadium, uh, Studio Azteca. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast, man. I can't wait to party with everybody. It's going to be cervezas and tequila flowing, nah. um, like salmon at Capistrano. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, that, that was my Dumb and Dumber uh, impersonation. But, Brian, thank you so much. Any uh, closing thoughts before we jump out of here, my friend? No, I'm, I'm envious. You guys get to go to Mexico. I've never been to the country. And to get there to see a Monday night football game, uh, it's awesome. You guys have a blast. Still looking forward to December 4th where the Dolphins play the Niners at Levi's. I'll be there with John, 49ers rush, all of that. Can't wait for that. Looking forward to uh, another great week of football.
Dude, love it. Shache, thank you. He says, like, subscribe, Patreon. This is the way. Yeah, support us as much as you can. Uh, that way we can do more stuff like all these events that we do. Excited about that. Want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scene, keeping the shows running clean, and our two executive producers, 49ers George 365 and uh, Kilted Niner. Until next time, thank you and stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.